It's Sunday, July 11th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Firefighters struggled to contain an exploding Northern California wildfire under blazing temperatures as another heat wave hits the U.S. West this weekend, prompting an excessive heat warning for inland and desert areas. On Friday, Death Valley National Park in California recorded a staggering high of 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Millions of Americans have rolled up their sleeves to get vaccinated against COVID-19, but one group is well behind, young adults. Their reluctance is a significant part of why the U.S. missed the Biden administration's goal of getting 70% of the adult population a first dose by July the 4th, and it is impeding efforts to develop the community-wide immunity sought to move past the pandemic and fend off Delta and other variants. Now government officials are dialing up efforts encouraging 18 to 29-year-olds to get vaccinated. The U.S. has declined Haiti's request for U.S. troops to help stabilize the country after the assassination of its president, but is sending security officials to assess the situation, senior Biden administration officials said Saturday. Haiti, the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, has plunged into political uncertainty since the brazen killing of President Jovenel Moise. Interim Prime Minister Claude Joseph has imposed a two-week state of emergency and his government asked the U.S. to deploy troops to protect infrastructure ahead of elections that had been slated for September. U.S. officials said there are currently no plans to provide military assistance. Around the globe, Indonesia was coming to India's aid with thousands of tanks of oxygen just two months ago. Today, the Southeast Asia country is running out of oxygen as it endures a devastating wave of coronavirus cases and the government is seeking emergency supplies from other countries, including Singapore and China. A shipment of more than 1,000 oxygen cylinders, concentrators, ventilators, and other health devices arrived from Singapore on Friday, followed by another 1,000 ventilators from Australia. A dispute over the Nile, the world's longest river, is coming to a head. At stake are the lives and livelihoods of millions of people who depend on its water. Egypt is objecting to efforts by Ethiopia to start operating a $4.8 billion dam on a major tributary of the Nile. The project is regarded by Egypt as a threat that could cut off nearly all of a key source of water for the country's rapidly growing population. Back in the U.S., cheers erupted Saturday as a Confederate statue that towered for nearly a century over downtown Charlottesville was carted away by a truck from the Virginia City, where it had become a flashpoint for racist protests and deadly violence. It was a day of palpable joy and immense relief for scores of residents as visitors who lined neighboring streets to watch the larger-than-life figure of General Robert E. Lee as it was hoisted from its pedestal and taken, at least for now, to storage. The possibility of Texas Democrats staging a second walkout to again stop new voting measures grew louder Saturday 
as Republicans made clear they intended this weekend to advance a new election bill, some Democrats who broke quorum in May are now describing it as their best, if not only, option once again. And over in Wimbledon, Ash Barty used a perfect start and a strong finish to get the job done, holding off Karolina Pliskova's comeback bid to win 6-3, 6-7, 6-3 at the All England Club on Saturday for her second Grand Slam title. Barty is the first Australian woman to win Wimbledon since 1980. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thanks for listening.